If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Grab your popcorn and sit back. <laughs> Jump the gun. Oh, no, give me more than that. Okay, go this way. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> we are. Happy Lacrosse Thursday to everyone in the sports universe. It is June the 2nd, 2022. This is the AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook, and we are live. For Sammy Action, thumbs up, Sammy Action. I am Michael Carvel saying, what's going on, Sammy? Good morning, Michael. Good morning. Lots of stuff in the news today. I am uh, I'm very happy for Jay Alali. Ayali? The uh, former running back for the Philadelphia Eagles. He won his settlement with his insurance company. He's made more with that insurance policy than he did as an NFL running back. Isn't that crazy? Is it Jay Ajayi? Ajayi, yeah, yeah. You just want to put the L's in there. Shame on you. <laughs> yeah, former Dolphins running back, I think, too. Yeah, the Eagles running back. The guy who won the, the Super Eagles Bowl with them. Yeah. He was pretty fast, he won, too. He, he made more with his insurance policy for loss of value after getting hurt, they did making as an NFL running back. Isn't that insane? Nice golf clap for Mr. J. Ajayi. Yeah, Ajayi. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hey, Sammy, who's got the best morning show? We do, if we can pronounce the names of the players right. <laughs> that's right. Well, if you want the best morning show merchandise, it's very cheap. Go to amdrive.online to shop our show. You get mugs. You get hoodies. Aaron's got the three-pack of the black mug, the black hoodie, and the tumbler. Buy it for your friends. Buy it for yourself. Buy it for your dogs and your cats. I'm kidding. We don't have that apparel yet. Maybe I'll, I'll do that for like somebody's dog. Who knows? But just remember to go to Android.online. Best morning show, lowest price merch. Guaranteed. When you buy, when you build the mugs, does uh, does the advertisement come up, you know, put your mug on a mug? Is that the, uh, the way they advertise that? No, <laughs> do but, that. um, I do call it mugged. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, your so guys' I, I mugs are on mugs, which like is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you, if you become a regular partner of the show, we're gonna have to add a third face in there, and that uh, might be hard to do. Maybe we'll put a little like Sammy a, in the foreground. We're gonna need like jugs, then you know, my head's kind of big. <laughs> oh, lord, like five gallon buckets, love it. Um, I don't know if you saw the game last night. You probably did because you're a big hockey guy now. Rangers beat the living pulp out of the lightning and got to Vasilevsky six times. And the first three, I'm like, okay, that sucks. The next three, I'm like, dude, what the heck is this guy's problem tonight? And then, of course, the the awful thing about this game, this game got really ugly late. I know it was physical for a good majority of the game. But I turn into the third period again, I'm like, oh, my, what just happened here? I see dudes fighting, dragging referees to the floor. Pretty rough <laughs> stuff there, Sammy. Yeah, I mean, they got to they got to Vazzy pretty early. And when, once they got to him early, you could just see he wasn't he wasn't as comfortable as he's been in other games. For whatever reason, that early goal, you know, a couple minutes into the game really seemed to affect his his ability to, you know, to stay on top of, of the action. Um, but the Rangers played a phenomenal game. I mean, they were physical, they were fast, they 
they seemed a little bit faster than I think Tampa Bay thought they were going to be. And while Tampa Bay does all that dirty work, you know, as Aaron pointed out, so do the Rangers. And the Rangers definitely had the edge from that early goal. And, and you know, it just cascaded from there. But the, the fight at the end was, you know, physical matchups do sometimes produce a little extra jarring after the fact. But, yeah, the fights after, at the end of the game seemed a little bit more than normal. Uh, I wonder if there's a little bit of bad blood in that locker room right now. What I would be concerned with is suspensions. I don't know if the NHL is into that kind of thing in the playoffs, but the fact they dragged referees to the ground and had them pinned can't be a good can't be a good thing. League has to be looking at that. I, I'm I'm sure they will. I don't know about suspensions, but uh, yeah, it's not a good look for sure, especially in one of your marquee matchups. But uh, the 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 key takeaway I took from this is the Rangers are good. Like people people really underestimate how good the Rangers are. They were. A significant dog in this game. They're a significant dog in the series, and they took it to Tampa, and gave them all they can handle. I mean, I, I'm I'm still thinking Tampa wins this series. I mean, all they did was hold serve at home, but the Rangers showed they can play with these guys. And they haven't really held held serve at home yet. If Lightning get Game Two, all of a sudden the Lightning have home home ice advantage. Yeah, yeah, 100 percent true. Uh, you know, winning Game One is usually the easiest game for the road team to win. Uh, but they still, you know, the, the series doesn't really start until somebody loses at home is usually the way it works. And if the Rangers the won't serve these first two, then, you know, it, it's tough for, it's tough for Tampa to take control of the series anytime soon. So we'll see. It was a good game for the Rangers though. Um, do you think Vasilevsky, you mentioned they got to him early. Do you think that that messes, you think we may have found a hole in his game that psychologically he just isn't there after allowing the first two? I don't. I don't know if that's the case. I just think they they stunned him a little bit. I think he came out thinking he was going to shut this team down. Um, you know, every if you listen to everybody in the world saying Tampa Bay is going to walk right through the Rangers, and yeah. all of a sudden you're down one nothing. You know, right at the start of the game, the crowd's roaring, and you know all this momentum is on the Rangers' side. Then they tie it back up, and now all of a sudden you're down two one again. It's like, you know, maybe some of the people he was listening to in the locker room, maybe all the announcers. I don't know. I don't know what goes on in these guys' heads, but. Yep. You know, it all turned out to be a little bit wrong, right? The Rangers didn't just roll over. It wasn't an easy series. And, it, it yeah, I, 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 I never think players actually think that way. But it came – when I watched the game, it looked like Tampa thought they were going to win this game pretty easily. And then they were a little bit shell-shocked by how well the Rangers came out. Some of the Rangers just punched them in the mouth. That's what it yeah. seems like to me. But there was this – I look at the hits in that game. Like, man, these guys are, like, really going at it. <laughs> But they really yeah, want mean, to say they want to show the lightning. Hey, we're physical too. It was the first time I watched where Tampa looked shocked. In the other series, they were dogged, and so nobody expected them to be Florida, other than Aaron. Nobody expected them to be Tampa <laughs> or uh, uh, Toronto, other than Aaron. And so <laughs> they came in with this like underdog mentality. This series, they came out with like what seemed like a favorite mentality, and then got punched in the mouth, and it looked a lot different from that point forward. That's right. Yeah. Speaking of being punched in the mouth, um, the Avalanche had a little bit of scare from the Oilers in game number one. So I ask you first, who wins game number two? Does Colorado get a 2 0 lead, or does Oilers show you enough in game one? I do think Colorado will get a 2 0 lead in this series, but mm. I do think the series will go a few more games. I don't think it's going to be a clean sweep. I think these teams are slightly more even than it could be. And you know, depending on the health of the of the goalie, it could end up being a, a seven-game series. But I do think Colorado will hold serve here again at home. I don't think we're going to see 14 goals, but it should be a it should be a good action-packed game. I've got the Oilers in a, I'll say, 
six, or I'll say five to three or five to four kind of game. Yeah, I, I, I mentioned this the other day. The odds makers are in a conundrum with this game yep. because making the total seven seems just so low for these guys, but you can't really make it eight because everybody will take under eight in any sort of hockey game. And so, you know, they're going to continue to be seven, seven and a half. And I think if they keep it there, I think the odds makers are going to get killed. I think over is going to be in every game pretty much. Completely agree. Um, I want to get to this before we move on here. I don't want to say I forgot it because I kind of did, but um, former Bears and Cowboys running back Marion Barber was found unresponsive at 38 years old yesterday. There was also another shooting in Oklahoma. So for those two things, I want to say my thoughts to those families and friends. I mean, you can do thoughts and prayers all you want to, but seriously, losing one person is bad enough for a community to lose four. And, of course, for a whole bunch of guys that probably knew Marion Barber, my thoughts go to everybody affected by these two big news. So shout out Marion Barber. He was a tough running back. And shout out to that senseless, once again, another senseless shooting. Any thoughts on those? Uh, well, I, I think there was actually another shooting I heard in South Carolina last night so that, that came across my news feed. Um, and, you know, I, I can I can go on a whole long soapbox on my thoughts on that, but uh, uh, try to keep politics out of the, off the show. Uh, my thoughts and prayers to everybody involved, and I hope we can find a way to stem the tide and get rid of some of this gun violence in this country. Uh, as for Marion Barber, I loved watching him as a fan. Yeah. I obviously don't know him very personally, but... Uh, you know, 38 years old scares the living hell out of me as, you know, when these guys who are younger than me are in much better shape than me are, are popping up dead, obviously it makes you take uh, life to a different perspective. And uh, right. you know, heart, my heart pours for, for those guys uh, involved with him, knowing him and his family and friends. Uh, hopefully it was no, no, no drugs or self-inflicted things. Hopefully, uh, un- unfortunately, it was something hopefully, you know, that right. got intended, but uh, yeah, t- tough situation all around. I, I liked watching Marion Barber when he was a player. Number 24. He, he had great dreadlocks. He was before the um, before the Alfred Morris days in Dallas. Yeah, he was. He was with Tony Romo. I, I, I remember I remember his toughness. He was a, you know, short yardage guy and just, you know, refused to go down. Had this, you know, never-ending engine to, to keep his legs churning. And yeah, he was a pleasure to watch. I, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I, I do have fond members of watching him, you know, barrel through the line. Right. <laughs> well, shout out to everyone involved. We're going to go on and take a five-second break, then we'll go to commercial. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs, high quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. 
To pop your info, tap your popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah. You want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Welcome back here to the AM Drive on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. If you like the sports talk that you're hearing, hit subscribe button on YouTube. If you like it even more, follow us on Twitter. And if you like it even more, like us on Facebook. Reminder that if you want the best merchandise for your team, your favorite players, everything, you got to go to MikeAndAndrive.com and do the what? Click the F. That is a fact. When you click the F, the whole Fanatics shop is open to your disposal. So please do so. Click add to cart. Click add to cart. Wiki, wiki, click add to cart. And when you do so, you support us, and we thank you so much. Gracias, baby. Um, I don't know if you saw the match last night, Sammy. I, um, I watched a bit of it. I didn't watch it. I, I know it was actually oh. here in Vegas. Uh, and I am a Tom Brady fan. Uh, I hockey man. Hockey was on. <laughs> I have to admit, I watched more more of this than I should have. <laughs> oh, I get the whole charity aspect of it, and I thought it was cool that Aaron Rodgers was able to sink a putt because Brady and Rodgers went up early, then they fell back down, and Mahomes and Allen took the lead, but then Rodgers sank the the, the clutch putt to win. Tournaments because he's not clutch, you know. I believe twelve holes is a bit much. Yeah, I, I on a I Tuesday, long, on a Wednesday. I don't know how long the telecast lasted, but I mean, I kind of feel like the whole fun of this is yeah, it's a long time. I kind of feel like the whole fun of this is just hearing these guys kind of you know yabber back and forth and talk a little bit of trash and you know have a beer or two, I imagine they drink on the golf course. They do. I, I don't know that the actual golf is all that important, but it sounded like they played pretty well. I read some of the, the highlights of it. You know, I mean, they played well, but let's be real, it's not professional golfers. And no offense, I don't care how funny they are, for three hours? Maybe they should have just pretended to what they used to. I'm serious. I don't... They, I, I, the fact that it was on a Wednesday was even stupider. Um, I, I liked it, but I, the whole thing, I gave like a 6 or a 7 out of 10. It wasn't perfect. It was I mean, good production, but... Uh, as a guy who doesn't watch golf, even when the pros play, I, I really just couldn't find any time in my day to watch two guys, you know, four guys who don't even play professionally. But like I said, seeing these guys hanging out together probably would have been fine, but 
Yeah, three hours is a bit long. I, I tend to agree. I didn't I didn't watch even a second of it. So I hope I hope the, those who did enjoyed it. I'm sure. Um, this is my favorite part of the show. Now it's part two of NFL True or False and Why. You have four more questions today. And the first one, I'll let you go first here. Carson Wentz will be better on the Washington Commanders. True or false and why? So this question has some loaded loadedness to it. Um, I don't think Carson Wentz was bad last year, but he did lose the, the Colts some games. So yep. I'm going to say false because I thought he was actually pretty good with the Colts. Uh, I, I don't think he will be better with the Commanders. I think he'll be about the same, if not slightly worse. You know, he doesn't have the big running game to uh, to help him as much as he did in Indianapolis. So I don't know that he'll be better, but I don't think he's going to lose them the games that he did in Indianapolis. So it's a tough, tough question for me, but I, I'm going to say false. Terry McLaurin might be the best receiver he's had, ever being fair. I can't think of really anybody else in Philadelphia or even Indianapolis that was that good. Or that healthy for crying out loud. Um, right. I, I'm I'm sour, okay. I'm salty. <laughs> I'll say false in a different way, though, because I feel like Dan Orlovsky made a great point. Carson Wentz was supposed to resurrect his career in Indianapolis and did not. He still made the stupid plays. Why should we expect anything different now that he's in Washington and a dysfunctional organization at that? I mean, I think he had like a three to one touchdown interception ratio with the Colts. That's a pretty good quarterback usually. People just remember the the games that he lost, the way that he lost them. The bonehead plays were sickening. Right. But if you look at the whole body of work, if you looked up his stats versus guy's stats without any context, you would think he had a pretty good year. And I don't know that he's going to have a better year than that. That's not good for Washington. They're not going to win that division anyway. You know, I think Philadelphia and Dallas are going to be yeah. have, have a fun time. Yeah, those two teams are pretty much leaps ahead, leaps and leaps ahead of the other teams in that division. Right. True or false and why? Matt Ryan leads the Colts to one or more playoff wins. I'll go first here. One thousand percent true. I'm hearing so many reports and teases from players and reporters in this OTAs that Matt Ryan is a very good quarterback still. But they're like, when you get out of your break, you better be ready for that ball to hit you square in the hands. I was like, let's go. I never heard any hype like that. Even before Carson Wentz's season, I never heard any hype like that. But these guys really want Matt Ryan to do well. I told you guys Matt Ryan is not washed. He will be just fine. Sammy and Aaron, he's a good quarterback. Borderline, very good. He's a very good quarterback in my opinion. I watched him in Atlanta. With dog crap around him, perform very well. I think he wins. I think we can do an AFC Championship game. So you should bet all of that because I think you'll make a lot of money and you'll probably be the only one. Uh, because, because if you look at the offensive weapons he went from versus the offensive weapons he's going to, it's a severe downgrade. And now I'm not talking about the offensive line on Jonathan Taylor. I'm talking about his receiving core. Because you just said Carson Wentz hadn't had anybody to throw the ball to that was better than Terry McLaren, but Matt Ryan did. <laughs> Matt Ryan had better guys than than Terry McLaren and McLaren, and he's now going down to what Carson Wentz had last year, which is worse, significantly worse. Also, 
let's be fair. The guy's aging. He's not he's not his best. And when he was at his best, he had one really good year. And so he's not going to have his best year. He's not going to have probably even a good year compared to that year. So while I do think Indianapolis has a good team, I do think they, they can run the ball well. They have a good offensive line. They play good defense. Darius Leonard is a beast. Um, I do think all those things are true. I don't know that Matt Ryan will be the piece that they need to make it through the playoff. But I'm going to say that they do win a playoff game. I'm going to say true they win a playoff game uh, under his two years there. Uh, but I don't think they win more than one. I don't think they're even a real threat to, to get any further than out of the wild card game. Whoa! <laughs> Fact check time for Sammy Action. Hey, Sammy, um, how many games did Calvin Ridley play last year? Uh, I want to say three or four. Oh, Kyle Pitts. I mean, name me a guy besides Kyle Pitts. I mean, we're going to say Zacchaeus is, is a great player? Uh, no. I'm not saying that last year specifically, but over the course of his career, he's had much better receiving cores than Indianapolis has this year. Uh, There was a guy, you know, there was a guy named Julio who played for him for quite a long time, right? He was a pretty good receiver. And they had Julio and Calvin Ridley on the same team one year, if I'm not mistaken, when Julio was still pretty good. Uh, So they've had good running backs as well. I mean, Devonta Freeman was good. They went to Super Bowl with him. I mean, and so they've had weapons, and now they have less weapons. I, I don't really care for Indianapolis's receiving core. I don't see Matt Ryan putting up, you know, 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns on this team. This is a running team. He's going to manage the game and pick up the occasional third down. I mean, this is a 3,500-yard, th- 20-touchdown guy, which, if you look oh. at it, is, is, is what Carson Wentz was, right? That's that's exactly what Carson Wentz was. Uh, I'm going to go with – um. I'm gonna say he, he throws more touchdowns than Carson Wednesday last year. Yeah, I'm gonna say he throws the same amount of interceptions, but they're not gonna be stupid interceptions. Like they're gonna be bone. They're not gonna be a left arm <laughs> slinging from the from your back, all kinds of stuff like that. So it'll be easier to deal with. I also think he'll throw for 500 more yards. I mean, if you say so. I don't know that I don't know that Atlanta was that terrible last year on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, I, I don't remember watching a lot of their games. Uh, but he had chances to win games late and didn't didn't come through either. And Matt Ryan was a good quarterback. He wasn't a great quarterback, but he was a good quarterback in his prime. I don't think he's anywhere close to that anymore. I disagree. We'll I'm see. Okay. And I, I I was so happy when he was traded to the Colts. That was just an, such an amazing thing for me. I think they would have done better with Baker, and you know how I don't oh, like yeah. for Baker. But oh, come on. I think Baker would better fit, especially for the long term. Because Baker did so well with running backs in Cleveland. With the exception with the exception of Tom Brady, you know who's undefeated in football? Father Tom. Matt Ryan is not young. Oh, my gosh. I, I cannot wait for the Crow Eaters on this show and other shows. It's going to be fantastic. Maybe if uh, maybe if Matt Ryan became a vampire like Tom Brady, he would play well for the next five years. No, I'm good. Um, the Lions will reach five wins. True or false, and why? I, I'm going to say true. You know, they won five wins two years ago. They they played tough all year last year. Second year under Dan Campbell, this team's got a lot of talent, uh, especially in the second half of the year when they get their receiver back. I'm going to say true. I, I don't think winning five games in a 17-game season is that much of a benchmark anyway. But uh, I think the Lions are better than people think. 
I'm going to go true, but they might reach six. <laughs> That's what I'm going with here. They won three last year. They tied the game. They played tough down the stretch. I don't know. Agreed. Um, I, I don't think that division's all that tough. I mean, the I Bears, agree with that. The Bears kind of stink. The Packers got a little bit worse. Minnesota's never really been great. I, I don't know. I, I feel like they can sneak out some wins here or there. I don't know that. I don't think their win toll is that much higher than five. I think it's like six and a half. But really, yeah, is I, it six and a half? I think I think it's six and a half. I, I don't remember. I can look it up. But I'm going on there. But you just said they're going to win on more than five. So six well, and it's and fine. I'm not going to six, six and a half. Give me a break. Vegas is selling me money right there. I'll take it. Thank you. You know that there are places you can bet these things, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> Setting with the action. Oh, um, I'll go first here. Daniel Jones will keep his job for another season after this one. I'm going to go false and true. False because Daniel Jones will play well, but it will not be well enough to convince the new regime that he is the reason why they're going to keep their jobs going forward. So I'm going to say he gets exiled to somewhere else, but he plays but he plays well there as well and shows that he's a good quarterback. I do believe he's not going to play out of this world next year, which I say will we'll give pause for them to want to draft a Bryce Young or whatever. But I don't believe the new regime is going to have that much faith in him after only one season of playing around him. Considering the Giants are allergic to staying healthy. So I will go with Daniel Jones. We'll play, we'll play good this year. Not good enough. Get exiled, but he'll be fine somewhere else. And that's a very fair answer. I'm going to say, I'm going to say false. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you consider that his job is starting quarterback, because I wouldn't be shocked if he gets benched halfway through this year and then his job will turn into backup quarterback. And then I think the answer becomes true. Uh, uh, Daniel Jones screams backup quarterback to me. He just isn't a guy. I think that you can count on to win you games. He, he isn't great with his arm. He isn't great with his legs. He's okay with both. He reminds me of a guy who can come in in relief, give your team a spark. He's a guy who can fill in for an injured quarterback and not, suffer too much, but he's just not a guy who wins you games. And Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. So he's a lot like Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's a great example. And there are other guys like that too. I mean, he's going to have an NFL career. He's going to play for a few more years. I just, if I, if I was in a franchise, I wouldn't want him running my team. I, there's gotta be somebody better than this. Arch Manning. Woohoo. I mean, I'm you just... have, like you said, Bryce Young's coming out. There are other guys too. I mean, the, even the guy the the Steelers drafted, right? I would much rather have that yeah. guy. Oh, give yeah. oh, Kenny Pickett, really? Yeah, because you know what? You don't at least you don't know what you're getting with Kenny Pickett. I know what I'm getting with Daniel Jones, and it's not great. I mean, he, he he's he's faster than people think he is. That's wonderful, but he doesn't. For play a white guy, you know, he's pretty fast. I mean, he doesn't really play a position where he can utilize his speed too much. Uh, one of my favorite Daniel Jones plays is the play where he had a breakaway touchdown and tripped over the 20 yard line. <laughs> he still broke away, though. He did break away. He did break away. <laughs> it's so Daniel Jones, though, for him to trip over the 20 yard line. That was pretty good. Like, who put this here? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> darn you, Sammy. Hey, have a good one. And tomorrow we're going to do part three of this because I, I got four more for you. Yeah, I like it. We can do this every day. This is fun. I'll do it every day until we run out of options. 
Hey, sounds like a plan. The football season comes around the corner. Lots to talk about then. Huh? Once football season comes back around, there's lots to talk to about then. Football oh, yeah, is great. for sure. All right, Shim and Shim. Um, have a good one. See you tomorrow on Finish and Drive Friday. Sounds good, my friend. Talk to you soon. Yes, sir. All right, guys. When I come back, I'm going to be talking about lacrosse. NLL Finals, game one. Premier League lacrosse. And Josh Donaldson. We'll be right back to AM Drive. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. To interact with the show, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at AM Drive TV. And once again, to shop every league with daily deals, click the F on MikeAndAaronDrive.com and get today's daily deal, which is 20% off gifts for dad once again. Shout out to the boys at Fanatics. Game one. Of Mammoth and Bannocks in the finals is coming up, I believe, Saturday or Sunday. I forgot which one it is. But either or, I cannot wait for that for that game. It's the finals, of course. We've done the lacrosse thing every single Thursday for quite some time. Now it's on Saturday, so at 7.30 Eastern. So I have got the, the betting right now. Colorado at plus one and a half is even money. But Colorado's a plus 150. The Bennett's are a minus 180. I'm going with under 22 and a half. I think Matt Vince and the goalie and Dylan Ward are going to put on a show. I think there is a lot of offense to be found in this series, but I don't think you're going to see like 18 to 16. I think you're going to see like, you know, 
uh, 11 to 9 or 11 to 10. I think we'll be fine with that. So I'm going to go to the Bears to win game one, but I do believe that it'll go under 22 and a half. That's a lot of goals, man, for those two goalies. So anyone else wrapping up? Which means Premier Lacrosse League is here, and there are four games this week, and I want to get to this one. This is pretty cool. It's the Chrome and the Archers. It'll be on ESPN Plus Sunday at 345 Eastern. Now, PLL is a bit different because PLL is, of course, field lacrosse. It's not as fast. It's not as action-packed. So I'll be I'll admit it will take a little while getting used to. There also is a game on ESPN, the Redwoods and the Atlas, Saturday at 5 Eastern. Again, that's on ESPN. So let's do a little of the matchups for these things. Last year, you had 13 goals for the Atlas a game, 12 for the Redwoods. There is a two-point shot in um, field lacrosse, by the way, for the PLL. Um, Atlas did a little more shots per game at 43%. This actually is pretty even matchup. Face-off percentage is 62% to 59%. I really am excited for the PLL because I want to see how the pros do. I've watched a lot of um, college field lacrosse. It's good. It's not great. It's not as good as the box lacrosse I watched for the NLL. So it's going to be a tough thing for me getting used to, but I want to see how the pros do it. I know there's some guys from the NLL that actually do work with the PLL and um, perform there. And I I think that's a, that's a big deal. But we'll see what happens moving forward. I know the guys from the NLL have been saying eventually there might be a time where they kind of have to choose a side. Me, personally, I think PLL is easier. I think NLL is the way better product and will be better 10 years from now. I'm excited to watch PLL. I know you guys will be as well. I'm telling you guys, give lacrosse a try. And honestly, I want you guys to watch the NLL Finals in Game 1. We do have ESPN Plus and um, Disney Plus. A lot of you guys are like me. You got the Hulu, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus package. So after you're going to watch Kenobi Episode 3, why not just watch um, the finals on Sunday? But I'm excited for PLL as well. I want to see how their product looks. I know the guy who runs them um, is a former NLL player, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm excited for the PLL, and I want to see how it looks on um, ESPN. Josh Donaldson of the Yankees was hurt by the team's lack of support following the Tim Anderson of the White Sox fallout when Josh Donaldson called Tim Anderson Jackie Robinson over and over and over again. Josh Donaldson has appealed a one-game suspension, so I'm assuming he has not served that yet. He said Tim Anderson misinterpreted the Jackie Robinson reference. He also wants to end his beef with the White Sox, saying he never wants to be in that light or that spectacle again. So I want to first get into the support that he received or lack thereof from the Yankees. I am perfectly fine admitting that Josh Johnson should not have called a, a black player Jackie Robinson. 
Um, so before I get into all them, if that was right or wrong, I think if it was not to me, that's not blatantly racist. I was not there, but I want to be very clear. I know I'm white. I know that people will not listen to half what I say because of that. I know half the people will not listen to that. And that's fine. I don't care. What I care about is that to me was not, you know, screaming the N word. That to me is not, you know, saying stupid like slang. Jackie Robinson can low key be viewed as a compliment. But if you're harassing somebody, it might have some racist connotations or whatever. For me, what, what makes me mad if I'm Josh Donaldson is why did my teammates not say I'm a good guy and then say that was stupid to say? Why did the Aaron judges of the world, why did Aaron Boone, the manager, why did they feel compelled to say, oh, that, that was a stupid thing to say, and then leave it at that? Because to me, if I am a teammate of you guys, I don't want to sit there and think that I'm some blatant racist. I think you guys should know that by now, correct? Like if I'm in a locker room with you guys every day, we play 162 of these puppies, and you don't, you you just found out I'm a racist, I might not be a racist. I'm just saying. But that's far-fetched. I don't think it's that far-fetched. So why would the, would the teammates and the manager – just say that and then not, not say he's a good guy. That to me adds fuel to the fire. Now, as for him thinking Tim Anderson misinterpreted it, I think he's full of crap. I think Justin Dawson is full of crap in that regard. You cannot misinterpret that as calling him the GOAT. You can misinterpret that as saying, hey, you know, you're Jackie Robinson. What's up, Jackie? What's up, 42? That would get kind of stupid after a while, and I can see why Tim Anderson felt the way he did. Doesn't make Josh Dawson a bad person, means he told a stupid joke. Next, I want to get to this. <clears throat> He's ending his beef with the White Sox because he, quote, never wants to be in that light or that spectacle again. This is the perfect thing for him to do in this situation. Cancel culture and mass social media is the, one of the stupidest things on earth. They want to exile you from life itself. Basically want your head on a silver platter. And they don't believe you, anybody can change. They don't believe that there is such thing as a dirty joke. They don't believe there is such thing as, as forgiveness. It's all just screw you, go to hell. And we hope you never live again. Josh Johnson is clearly, this is a cry for help to me. Because what Josh is doing here is uh, he knows he screwed up. But now he also is like, well, dang, I screwed up and I'm being called a racist. So everyone thinks I'm a racist. He's scared of being called that again. Apparently there was something last year <clears throat> with Josh and the White Sox where he was just, where he was trash talking them somehow. And it's pretty sad that Josh Donaldson it came to this point. Maybe this is the boiling over point, the breaking point of it all. But it's pretty sad that he's going out of his way to say, hey, guys, I'm not a racist, but these idiots are still calling him one. Again, we play 162 of these puppies, and you guys are just finding out? Come on, that's stupid. You're not. He's not. Come on, man. 
hope Josh Dawson um, learns from this. I just thought it was kind of scummy of his teammates to do what they did and, and just calling him out. And I thought it was kind of scummy that people were trying to cancel the spin. So, yeah. Tomorrow's Fantasy Draft Friday, and I am excited for that. I love this ticker. Shout out to Restream for this. This was pretty cool. That's it for me. I'll leave it there. Um, like I said, tomorrow's Fantasy Draft Friday. Bring your crowds to see me action. I'm out covering all this thing. Have a good one and drive safe, won't you? Bye.